Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Just before I go to Ian Herbers, the head coach of the Alberta Golden Bears, I want to get to a text on the Ashley Fine Floors text line if I can, uh, where, where did it go here? Uh, yes. Mark out of Blackfall says, Bob, can you give a shout out to the Canadian Blind Hockey Team Canada? They have a three-game series with Team USA this weekend in Fort Wayne, Indiana. There we go. We wish them the best of luck. And just so you know, it is called Canadian Blind Hockey in the 2022 Canada versus U.S. Blind Ice Hockey Series. So best of luck to our Canadians that are in that event. It is uh, 1.34 in Edmonton. And a reminder, keep Texas on the Ashley Pine Floors text line 780-496-0063. The best fans of the game need the best content. Go live and behind the scenes with Oilers Plus. Access live practice coverage, pre- and post-game shows, original series, and much, much more. Subscribe now at OilersPlus.com. Use the promo code, all, all caps, Oilers Now. That's Oilers Now, all caps, for a free three-day trial. Without further ado, we head off to the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. It's number one versus number three in youth sports hockey, two of the best programs in the country. The Alberta Golden Bears are number one. They're in Saskatoon to play the Huskies, and here's Golden Bears head coach and former Edmonton Oilers player and coach Ian Herbers. Hello, Ian. How are you doing? Doing well, Bob. Thank you. Good. Uh, I am back on the top 10 committee for, I believe, the 21st consecutive year. Um, and I think they took one year off where they, I, I don't know, they did some sort of thing where they didn't have people voting on it. Uh, I have Alberta and Saskatchewan number one and number three, and that's the matchup. Uh, you guys have gotten off to a pretty good start. How's that happened so far this year? Um, well, probably I'd say our leadership group, uh, Fontaine, Davidson, Vulcan have been outstanding. Fredericks stepped up here in the last little while as well. Uh, we came into camp, training camp, had a, a good month of preseason games and preparation. And we had a very good weekend against Mount Royal to start our season and, and carried it over through there. We've had our blips and our couple glitches here and there, but our guys have responded well, uh, worked hard, gotten better every day. Uh, and it's been fun coming to the rink. Great atmosphere, great attitude. Uh, and our guys have that want to get better everyday attitude so it's been good now Ian, you're coaching a perennial powerhouse at the university of alberta but i i don't think it's i think there's a perception oh, it's easy they just get all the best players you you did have significant turnover you lost noah philip who the edmonton Oilers signed to an nhl deal uh grayson paul and chuck was a, a a pretty good skilled uh he led your team in scoring a couple of years ago so you lost some some big time players recruiting's critical and you've got a guy uh that played last year for the winnipeg ice Jackin Smallwood, he's out of Leduc, Alberta, and he's got two points per game so far. He had 60, he had a point per game last year in the WHL, was plus 44. Uh, in what I recall, strong two-way performance. This guy's got off to a great start for you, hasn't he? He has. He uh, went to St. Louis's rookie camp, uh, played for them out in Traverse City, did very well there. Uh, very school-oriented, though, and came back, wanted to get his degree done. Uh, has been very good, and he's been very versatile for us. I've had him on right wing. I've had him on left wing. Uh, he'll be playing center tonight. He's on our power play. He's on our penalty kill. Uh, he's come in, done everything right. Uh, he's a good bear. He's, he knows what it takes. He's great work ethic. Uh, another guy that wants to keep getting better and have an opportunity playing pro down the road. All right, well, that's where that's where I'm going to go next. I mean, you sent Noel Phillip on to an NHL deal. Is this a player in Smallwood? And it should be stated, uh, Noel was 
you know, was three years removed from playing major junior when he signed with the Oilers. Does Smallwood have a chance? He's six foot one, you know, 185 pound kid. Does he have a chance to to potentially, uh, you know, garner some uh, interest down pro interest down the road? Uh, definitely. Just needs to get a little bit more powerful, uh, stronger, play against men, especially at the National Hockey League, American Hockey League level. Uh, but he's got the smarts. He's got the skills. Um, he can do things at speed. He can make plays, pick up pucks in his feet while in traffic. And so all those little intangibles that are that you need to play pro hockey, he has it. Uh, doesn't seem like anything rattles him. Very strong mentally. So uh, it just he's got to get quicker and faster. Yeah, well, it's it, you got an interesting group because you got some smaller, you know, Josh Prokop. That's uh, Luke's uh, older brother was a captain of the Calgary Hitmen. He, he's you, you don't have a lot of guys that are six foot two, six foot three, but you do have quickness in the lineup with the you know uh, Prezuzo and guys like that. And and the guy that I kind of interested, Matt Fontaine, your captain, played in the American Hockey League for a season. He's been a little slow out of the gate offensively, hasn't he? Uh, preseason, he was lighting it up. Um, maybe I might be playing him a little too much. He plays in every situation, uh, especially the key and tough situations, and he's done a fantastic job. Uh, but he was, you know, putting a lot of points up on the board during the preseason, slowed down the last couple games. I'm not worried about it because he does everything so right. Uh, the points will come for him. Uh, he's another person that I've slid different players on his wing uh, I don't think he's played more than one or two games with the the same wingers on his line. So he's a guy I can rely on in tough situations, and he finds a way to get things done. He might not be chipping in on the score sheet, but uh, because of the work he's done up to it, has led to that goal, the, the smart play, been in the right position. He just ends up being usually a lot of times the third assist. A couple of the bigger guys you have are Adam and Justin Hall. They were at the uh, Edmonton Oilers rookie camp, uh, and uh, Justin had a, a big year last year with the Lethbridge Hurricanes, led him in scoring. I think he's been a little bit nicked up. Is he closing in on a return? Because those could be two pretty impactful guys for you in your top nine. Yeah, Justin's back. So the first time we've had him, oh, three weeks, four weeks, three weeks, I believe it is. Uh, I think this will be his first regular season games for him. So him and his brother are back together. I actually have Smallwood between them. Uh, excited to see what those three do tonight and this weekend. Uh, um, as you said, two bigger wingers, both have hands, both are good and tight around the net. Uh, guys that I can use on power play, penalty kill, in all different situations as well. All right, so Saskatchewan and Alberta this weekend in Saskatoon. Now, the Huskies used to play in the old doghouse there, that tiny little arena, you know, where if you flip the puck up and hit the roof, they'd have a rust delay. It was the oldest freestanding arena in Canada at one point. They have a new building. It's a much bigger sized ice surface. Has Saskatchewan changed? They used to be a big, heavy, tough team. Are, have they changed a bit, or are they still a physical squad? They're still physical, play it hard. We're going to have to earn everything we get tonight. Uh, there's no freebies with these guys. They do a good job clogging things up, uh, using all four lines in that. Uh, it's a lot nicer, obviously, playing in this new building, the second-best building in Canada West. Uh, our record's pretty pretty good here, I'd have to say, compared to the dog pound. Uh, so it's nice to get on the regulation size, and I'm looking forward to tonight's tilt. And have you stayed in contact with Noah Philp? He got stuck sort of in limbo, and same thing happened to Matthias Yanmark. Apparently there's, uh, and by the way, Yanmark is now headed down to Bakersfield to join the Condors, but there's an issue with guys on one-year contracts in U.S. immigration. Uh, have you had any contact at all with Noah? 
No, not lately. I guess he should have came from the southern border, and he probably would have had no issues. So, uh, but that's a whole other different conversation. So, I haven't had a chance. Just been following his stats and his games and stuff like that. So, I'll reach out to him when he has a little bit more time and a day or two off. And we should mention you spent so much time down in the U.S. Do you not have? Are you a Canadian and a U.S. citizen now, Ian? Correct, dual citizen. Dual citizen, so you're well aware of how it works down there. Ian, best of luck in Saskatoon this weekend. I'll be watching online, okay? Thank you, Bob. Take care. That is Ian Herbers. He is the head coach of the number one ranked Alberta Golden Bears. Uh, willed his way up from the uh, Buffalo draft choice that uh, won a national title in 92 with the Golden Bears, won a Calder Cup in 93 with uh, Cape Breton Oilers, and then joined the Oilers for the 93-94 season, and then uh, resurfaced in the NHL with Tampa Bay and the Islanders in the late 90s, early 2000s, and of course spent three years on Todd McClellan's staff from uh, 20... 15, 16 through 17, 18 before returning to his alma mater uh, for his second stint. He'd won back-to-back national championships in 14, 15. Bears lost last year in the University Cup final to UQTR, who are ranked number two right now, by the way. Bears lost uh, 5-4 in double overtime. They had outshot UQTR 70-40 to in that game. One bounce, it's kind of how it works. Royal Pizza, pizza pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. For a menu and a list of their 15 Edmonton area locations, go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The uh, staffer recommendation at Royal Pizza is the Mediterranean chicken. And we'll tell you that the boys at Brent Ridge did such a great job selling their trucks and SUVs they're in need of more. You can trade in your vehicle for an upgrade or sell it to them outright. Whatever works best for you. Remember, the 2023 order bank is open for F-150s and SUVs as well. Go see Uncle Bill, Johnny Rich, and the gang. Brent Ridge Ford, your Ford truck authority on the auto mile in Wetaskiwin. Cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. When we return, Edmonton Oil Kings head coach Luke Pierce. They're in a bit of a rebuilding year, but they've got some interesting uh, players developing, and we'll hear from him on Oilers Now. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you. It's 146 in Edmonton. Tonight at Rogers Place, the uh, Edmonton Oil Kings return to action after an extensive uh, U.S. Division road trip, and they take on the Prince Albert Raiders. Now, three or four years ago, these were the two best teams in the Eastern Conference, both organizations in a bit of a rebuild, and uh, at the helm of that right now is Luke Pierce, who joins us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. He is the head coach of the Oil Kings. Luke, how you doing? I'm doing well, Bob. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Back at her. I know you guys had some time for a little bit of team building over the course of this week. Uh, and, you know, the situation is what it is. You you, you went for it. Uh, you were all in last year. You added, uh, you made three separate deals, uh, one with Vancouver, one with PA, and, uh, and uh, one with Calgary to load up. And the end result here is you've got some players still on NHL teams, some who aren't coming back, like Neighbors and Caden Gooley. Uh, you know, you got, uh, I guess, outside potential that maybe Luke Prokop returns at some stage, maybe Dylan Gunther. And so I, I'm wondering, as a guy who now is at the helm of the team after being an assistant last year, maybe just talk to us a bit about the energy that you have to bring and, and, and how you try to guide a, a completely different type of team, a younger team, through some very, you know, it's, there's going to be some challenging waters along the way in this rebuild. Yeah, no, you bring up some great points, Bob. I think it's uh, a big thing for us as a staff is, is trying to make sure that we're we're bringing a lot of energy, like you mentioned, to our to our room every day, and, um, and we want to win every night. 
as part of being a competitor. But uh, we understand that that's not necessarily going to be the case. And, you know, we want to find what our progress goals look like and, and make sure that we make this environment a great place to come and play. And, you know, that's on us as, uh, as a leadership staff that, uh, that we're providing that type of an environment here. A uh, little bit of a ch- uh, at one point, uh, and you got some bad news. Like Jakob Demick was, was supposed to be your first line center, shoulder injury. He's out. You went and uh, picked up another uh, imp- European import player, Wojtek Port, uh, a right shot D, uh, a Czech kid uh, on the back end. You got Luca Hoff that was at the Oilers uh, rookie tournament in Penticton. Just a, a thought on sort of the, the changing makeup of your defense, and then maybe how Port has looked in the five games that he's played for you. Yeah, Votek's been very good for us. I really like, we love his composure. Uh, I think there's a lot there to work with. And I think having Ladislav Smead here with our group too has been tremendous just for their ability to communicate and, and make him feel a little more comfortable, obviously speaking, uh, you know, their native language. And uh, that's a, it's a huge thing, I think, for a young 17-year-old. But, you know, all of those circumstances with, like you mentioned, the academic needing surgery, I mean, it's, there's been a lot of curveballs thrown at us, and um, I think how our group and, and starting with Kurt Hill and our staff has handled that is is important. I think the, the adversity is what's going to allow us to, to grow as a group, and we've handled a lot of those challenges well. Can you take any solace in the fact when you – I mean, you played Seattle, I think, to conclude that trip. Uh, they crushed Everett. Like, Everett's a good team that's been really good historically defensively. They put up 11 goals against them. And and that just show. I mean, that that's a team loaded up with, you know, 18, 19, and 20-year-olds, and you got a bunch of 16 and 17-year-olds uh, in your squad. It's a little bit uh, It's a little bit different in terms of the size mismatch, the, the, the maturation on the ice as well. So how does how does a, how does a coaching staff sort of deal with those those small little battles you might be able to win when you know in some respects you're taking a bit of a pocket knife into a gunfight? Absolutely, I think that well you reference the Seattle game and for us those the first two periods there were probably the best hockey we've played this season and a lot of that was was led by our veteran group that obviously was very motivated but it it showed our our younger players and veterans alike that. You know, if we play the right way and and trust one another and trust the structure that we're trying to implement, that that we can have success. It's just trying to do it, you know, repetitively. And and we know being on the other side of that that you know, real real strong teams have a way of they just wear you down and eventually they can you know break through the armor. And for us, we're we're building our armor right now, and and we feel confident that uh, that we're going to get there. And that was a that was a gauntlet of a trip. There's no question. That's as hard as a trip as as you'll face in this league. And those are those are real good teams on the back end of that trip in Portland, Everett, Seattle. So, um, and much like we talk about the adversity of a losing a demic, it's it's the same thing we just went through, and it's going to make us a better team. All right, one of the guys that I'm watching uh, was a high pick was Gavin Hodnett. Uh, who's a 16-year-old out of Winnipeg. Uh, you know, a little bit undersized guy, clearly has some skill. How's he performed through the first nine games of the season? Well, Gavin's been very resilient, and uh, it just seems like he keeps getting better every day. Um, we keep waiting for the drop-off to happen, but so far for him, it's... Uh, you know, he continues to push himself and, and challenge himself in practice. He's just such a cerebral, intelligent player. And, uh, you know, obviously the strength and the size is, is going to need to continue to, to improve. And But I see some brain point 
type stuff in him and his competitiveness and his balance on the puck and uh, he's been a you know he's been a real bright spot for us for sure. And you got a couple draft eligibles. Uh, one that's been out of the lineup. I don't think he's going to play tonight. Cole Miller, who is really impressive for you guys at the Memorial Cup. He's a six foot four right shot center, and then Carter Kowalik, who's a six foot three, six foot four uh, left sort of shutdown D. Um, maybe a sense of where those guys have been at this year for you. Yeah, Cole had a tremendous uh, training camp for us and, and then just a little bit of a slow start to the year and I think just maybe putting a little bit too much pressure on himself as far as what the expectations were, which we see with a lot of young players and you know, and then an unfortunate injury here that he's real close to coming back from more just a conditioning thing right now for him. And But we, we, we expect, and he's just got too many tools and um, like you mentioned, size to to not have success, and and we'll see that. Uh, and then Carter Kowalik, yeah, he's been a real uh, impressive kid for us since he had joined our group back in January last year, and uh, just a uh, an old school competitor. He loves the the battle side of the game, and as he refines his puck skills and uh, softer skills, I think uh, he's going to have a, a real bright future in the game as well. Luke, best of luck tonight against BA. Thanks, Bob. I appreciate it. You bet. 7 p.m. tonight at Rogers Place. Uh, tickets available at oilkings.ca. That is uh, Edmonton Oil Kings head coach Luke Pierce. Still this day in Oilers history for New West Travel again in January. We sold out our trip in New York City. 50-plus uh, heading off to New York, uh, third week of November, and it's going to be a kicker. But coming up in January, we got an Oilers now roadie to Las Vegas. It's an incredible ex- experience in that building, a chance to see the Oilers and the Golden Knights. You never know who's going to show up. Uh, we're going to have a meet and greet and all that kind of fun stuff. Visit newwesttravel.com. We're going to go back to 1986, 86-87 season, Wayne Gretzky by the way, showed up once at one of our Oilers now uh, roadies in uh, Vegas. Wayne Gretzky scored twice, added three assists. Uh, the Oilers hammered. Actually, so did Craig McTavish, who's on the St. Louis Blues coaching staff. The Oilers hammered the Blackhawks 9-1 to on this date back in 1986. Gretzky with five points. The Oilers improved to 4-3 and three in the season. Glenn Anderson, Dave Hunter, Mike Krusilinski, Mark Messi, Steve Smith, Essa Ticken, and all had multiple point efforts. All right, here's what we got rolling. Tonight on... Uh, 6.30, Chad. The Elks host the BC Lions. It'll be the uh, season finale. Countdown show with Brendan Escott begins at 6. Kickoff at 7.45 with uh, Morley Scott and Dave Campbell. Uh, Blake Dermott contributing as well at 7.45. Tomorrow, we'll have the uh, face-off show beginning at 12.30 and then puck drop Oilers in the St. Louis Blues at 2 p.m. Up next, a global news weather traffic update with Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3 and then 6.30 Chet Afternoons with Jaylen Nye. Back at you tomorrow at 12.30.